1: Welcome to the Tim DeMoss Show podcast. You can hear the program each weekday afternoon from 4 till 5 on AM 560 WFIL and WFIL.com.
2: Good afternoon. It's a couple minutes after 4. Listening to the Tim DeMoss Show on WFIL. Thank you for listening in. Had a kind of cloudy day with sunshine at times. Eventually, more clouds moved in for tonight. Shower two possible, possibly overnight and below down to 50. Cloudy tomorrow. Rain off and on throughout the day. Making a bit of sunshine on the tail end of tomorrow. And a high of 62. Phillies lost a header to the Mets yesterday. It's 4-3 in eight innings and then 4-zip in the nightcap. They'll try and shake that and get back on track tonight. Playing the Mets again at 7-10. Flyers lost 6-1 to Washington. Their season's winding down. Not a lot of runway left for them to land the plane, so to speak, and get in the playoffs, but they'll try and... Get back on track tomorrow night at Pittsburgh at 7. And the Sixers are home tonight against Brooklyn at 7. A big, big game in many respects. Both teams are tied for the best record in the Eastern Conference at 37-17. and 17. Each weekday uh, that they have a game, there's a Zoom call for reporters. I hopped on that earlier today and had a couple of players who joined in. First was Danny Green talking about, uh, is it difficult to play a team, especially like Brooklyn, which is maybe not going to have all of their best players uh, you know on this on the floor tonight
3: even when they, it's tough both ways it's tough when they have everybody it's tough when they have nobody it's tough when they have half of guys um, but you never get a real feel or it might be a strategic thing for them I know in San Antonio some games we didn't play everybody don't know how to guard us how to play us um, but I just think for them it's unfortunate they've had some injuries they had some guys with some family issues uh, going on so that, that sucks but they're a tough matchup regardless um, you know if they have everybody they have nobody. They have guys that can play. Uh, but yeah, like said, for the future, this, I think it's the last time we play them for the rest of the season. So we don't know how, if we come to the meet them in the playoffs, how we'll match up. Uh, but it's, it's never easy. Night in, night out. I respect every team regardless who's on the floor. They also have other guys that are, have been all-stars and have been all-NBA team type players. So we got to come out with the same focus, same energy. Uh, but it's hard to gauge and get a feel for a team when they're never 100%.
2: It's Danny Green of the Sixers. You know, if you're even a casual sports fan, no matter what the sport is, it is an interesting, uh, there are lots of ways to go about it, let's put it that way, such as not playing certain people so that later on when you meet in the playoffs, you, uh, you know, have been able to hold some information back from the other team because the more you show what you have, the more they have to go on when they watch film and they know how you work and all that. So uh, it's interesting that Danny was commenting on that and, But, you know, in the end, you just got to do what's right in front of you. A win tonight for the Sixers, big deal. It it helps them get that top seed for now and maybe get home court advantage throughout the playoffs. And uh, you can only do with what's right in front of you. Players injured, this or that, you know, just have to go with it and and do your best, again, with what's right in front of you, what's in your hands. Uh, Also on that phone call, new Sixer Anthony Tolliver. And it's kind of neat because Tolliver has played on, I think, 10 or 11 teams at this point in his lifetime. And he just got signed by the Sixers and – uh, he was talking you know, talking to the, the reporters a little bit. And I'm thinking uh, as I'm looking through his, his stats, I'm like, you've played on so many teams. Like every year you're playing for a new team or every other year. Uh, you must have an amazing wife <laughs> to help you through all these transitions. And I asked him to brag on his wife a little bit. This is Anthony Tolliver of the Sixers.
3: My man, thank you for allowing me to uh, talk about my wife a little bit. Um, hope she sees it. Uh, no, I mean, she's a, uh, she's a saint, honestly. Um, it's, it's, this is one of those things that uh, there's no way I could have been as successful as I have been in, in the NBA uh, without her support and everything else. I mean, she was, you know, when this opportunity came about, you know, and I was like, you know, this could happen pretty quickly. She was like, hey, how can I help you pack? How can I, you know, like it wasn't a, oh man, you know, it's going to be tough for kids at home by myself. It was just all about, you know, the great opportunity and you know, the great fit and everything else. So, um, yeah, she's been she's been a blessing, a huge blessing in my life to be able to, you know, really continue to pursue my dreams and, uh, you know, hopefully pursue the dream of winning the championship. You know, and, and that's something that, uh, you know, I haven't been in a position to do yet in my career. So, you know, just being able to be on the team and in a situation where that's even a possibility, um, it was too much to, to pass up.
2: That's new sixer Anthony Tolliver. He had some neat stuff to say, including the fact he's been helping coach his son's basketball team. So all the more props to his wife for saying, all right, honey, how can I help? Uh, Even though she was getting used to him being home, because I don't think he's been in the league for about a year or so. And so for him to jump back in uh, and have young kids, he went on to talk about his oldest is only eight. So maybe that's part of the reason like, well, all right, maybe one more year. Uh, but we want you home. I'm sure that there's always that tug between home life and professional life, especially if you're an athlete, you're traveling all over the country, uh, you know, six or seven months out of the year. So there you have a little, little insight into Philly uh, 76 for basketball and the, the uh, everyday side of things beyond what's going on on the court. Uh, It's four Oh seven, a quick break. And we're looking forward to having us uh, join us in just a little bit here. Rachel Lampa. Um, Rachel has done a bunch of albums over the years and, um, just uh, She started young in her teens and won the Dove Award for Song of the Year when she first started out. And she's done a lot of other things over the course of her lifetime. She's part of that upcoming Faithful live stream event that WFIL is doing in conjunction with our partner, Compassion uh, International uh, Live. So we're looking forward to that very much. Uh, having her on the program, get some music on by her to get you familiar. Maybe you remember her from back in the day. It's been a while since she's had a full-blown album out. And we'll uh, do some other things during the hour as well. It's the Tim DeMoss Show on WFIL. Thanks for hanging out today.
1: You're listening to a podcast of The Tim DeMoss Show, heard weekday afternoons 4 till 5 on AM 560 WFIL and at WFIL.com.
2: It is 4.09 and we're looking forward to Rachel giving us a, a call in about five or six minutes. Just enough time to slip in a song by her. It's called Blessed, and this is the song that she won a a Dove Award for from her very first album back in 2000. The album is called Live For You. Check this out, and remember, she's 15 or 16 when she's singing this song. I'll step out of the way and let you listen to Rachel Lampa and Blessed. It's Tim DeMarche on WFIL. AM560, WFIL.com on the app. Rachel Lampa and Bless, that's from her Live For You album. She'll be joining us here in just a moment. Here's more about the event that she'll be part of on Saturday, May 1st at 8 p.m. It's called Faithful. Pre-pandemic,
1: a group of authors and songwriters explored God's faithfulness to women. Now, it's the first time to be visually blessed by the experience. Compassion Live presents Faithful, a live stream event with Amy Grant, Ellie Holcomb, Christy Knuckles, and more. Come join this historic creative event May 1st,
0: 8 p.m. Eastern. Join WFIL and our partner, Compassion Live. Visit WFIL.com and enter the keyword Faithful for details. Thanks for tuning in to the Tim DeMoss
1: Show podcast with AM560, WFIL, and WFIL.com.
2: It's 4.15, the Tim DeMoss Show on WFIL, and we are very pleased to bring right now on with us Rachel Lampa. Hello, Rachel. Hello, hello. How's it going? Great. It's great to hear your voice. It has been a long time. I'm not (laughs) sure if you remember me or not, but... um, I, I have a tape, and I have it somewhere. I'll try to get it to you one day. I have an interview okay. that you, you and I did when you were... Were you homeschooled for a time? Or... Um, I, you could call it that. Okay. <laughs> road, road, road schooled, I guess. <laughs> okay. You were doing homework one afternoon. You were just in your yes. room taking a break and yes. uh, and called in. And this was when, I guess, oh your first God. album came out. Wow. Uh, Live for You. And then... Uh, I think we had a chance to meet when you were out with Boys to Men and Oh wow. Okay. Owned, and you did um the Bethlehem Music Festival and I do
4: know this. Yeah.
2: Yes, I remember this. And they came out with my wife and we had two children. I think you actually held our second son. He was he was born like a month before that concert. <laughs> oh my gosh.
4: Oh I probably so. wouldn't. I probably
2: wouldn't let him go. <laughs> <laughs> that's it. Well, and right now he's a little too big to hold. I mean, that way at least. But yes, he's twenty now. So, oh,
4: awesome! It's great to hear Crazy. your voice again. And uh, oh, thank you so much.
2: Yeah, yeah. I want to catch up on your music and give people a chance to know a little bit about because uh, you've had a really interesting, amazing uh, life, right? And with the music <laughs> and everything else associated with it. Um, yeah. So
4: I guess I guess it is kind of interesting.
2: Yeah. <laughs> well, I just I played Blast a, a few minutes ago, and yeah. I guess you had won Dove Award uh, Song of the Year, uh, you know, back in 2000 with that your first album. Yeah. You um, were what 15 or 16 when that came out? I was 15. Yep. Crazy. Really, that, really crazy. And then um, there are several other songs from that first album, and you had several yeah. more albums in the I guess from 2000 to. In the decade 2000 2010, I guess you had four or five albums. Yes.
4: Yeah. Yes.
2: And then, and then, in the last ten years, it's been a lot of <laughs> other things, right? So. Yeah. I, <laughs> um, and you've toured. Know. You've toured a lot, and you've been on out with all kinds of different acts, doing all kinds of different things. Um, uh huh. So. Anyhow, and yes. you're a mom too. I understand. I am. Yeah. Good
4: job. You got it all. <laughs> <laughs> wow. That's that was great. Wow. I was like, yep, that's correct. Yep, you are
2: correct. Okay, so I have my facts right. Well it's been quite a yeah, quite did. a long time and um I guess one reason for sure we want to chat with you is about Faithful, the live stream event coming up on Saturday, May first at eight. Yes. So yes. take all the time you want. It's another it's it, uh just a little backstory about the event, how you got involved sure. with it and all that.
4: Yeah. Well it was a you gave me a perfect ramp to it because that basically, that basically catches you up to now. Um, you're, you're right. Like basically in the past 10 years, I really didn't put out much music, um, on my own. I didn't really do, um, I, I kind of had stepped back in a big way and just, just really trying to hear God's voice and try to figure out what he was saying. And, um, and kind of op- kind of just opening my hands and just saying yes to a lot of things and just, Seeing where God was going to lead me through it, and um, so I I toured with um, Hosier for a few years. I as a background singer. I toured, toured with some other people as a background singer, and kind of was writing here and there. But it wasn't until like January 2020 before the world turned upside down um, <laughs> that I was talking with a friend, and he said, "You know, are you you want to do music again?" And I said, "Yes, I really do." Um, but I um, I don't know what that first, like, dipping your toe back in is, you know. And he said, okay, you need to come to this writing retreat thing that we're doing. Um, basically, it's a bunch of women um, that you know and love, some that you don't, that get together and just write music together and hang out and eat snacks, which that is kind of what, you know, yes. locked it in for me. Yes. Um, <laughs> and... We and and basically wrote songs about women in the Bible and just um, about the way that God showed up for them. And um, I was like, yeah, that sounds like the the best way for me to to, um, you know dip my foot back into kind of what you know the 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 life of (laughs) being an artist again. Um, It sounded like such a sweet and safe place to get my ideas moving again. And um, and it was exactly that. So yeah, so we wrote. An album we wrote a book and we recorded a live stream event concert that is just like I mean I'm just so excited <laughs> about it and uh, yeah so that's all coming out on May 1st
2: folks checking in with uh, right now it's Tim DeMoss show and WFIL in Philadelphia and Rachel Lampa is our guest and uh, the faithful live stream event we're just chatting about coming up Saturday May 1st, uh, 1st. folks have heard about it at eight o'clock uh, what what are folks in store for just if you had to give a just a quick overview of the of the event itself, in terms of music versus conversation and any other components. Yeah. Well,
4: first of all, the the all girl band is my favorite part about it all. Um, okay. They, it's just one of the best bands I've ever heard, and they just happen to all be girls, so I love that part. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then, um, yeah, and then it will be a mixture of basically we'll, we'll sing every song on the album, and we'll talk about the way that we each wrote each song and the story behind it. Um, we'll have the, some of the authors come up and, um, and read a little piece of what they wrote in the book, and then we'll sing the song. Um, there's so much collaboration. We all basically sing on each other's songs, and um, it, I, wrote, I wrote a song with Sandra McCracken and Trillia Newbell, and we sing that together, but then I also jump on um, another song um, that was written called Rahab's Lullaby, and, um, so yeah, it's like a lot of interaction, a lot of, uh, collaboration. Um, so it's, it's a very energetic, moving
2: night. Okay. no, well, that's good to know. And that, and the summit yeah. that you referred to at the beginning, when you went to yeah. that, that writing time, this was yeah. all kind of on the radar, just a, a big block of sculpt marble to sculpt from, and then get to that point. Or did you know going to the summit that this is where it was heading?
4: Um, well, I think it was, I think it was a loose plan. Yeah. I think a, a big, a great thing about this whole thing was that it, nothing felt forced or, um, you know, like pushed. It. And, and I think, I think a big part of that was because it was just like a bunch of women just like looking out for each other, you know, in their motherly and sisterly way. Where it was just like, let's try, it. let's 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 aim for this, and we'll see what God does. So okay. I think it it was a little mixture of both.
2: Okay. Is there a woman in the Bible that you particularly resonate with, or one or two, or?
4: Uh, you I know, I, well, I guess in some ways, um, this woman. I, I actually, I'll, I'll give you a little another little backstory. Over the past ten years, I've um, been running and working with my family. We run a, a nonprofit here in Nashville that works with um, people in homelessness, hmm. but we also work in the jails and in the prisons. Um, and in particular, I had been working with women um, in prisons for for years, and um, in a particular one here in Nashville and gotten really close to a lot of these women and their stories. And I always told them, I was like, if I if I go back into music, it will be for you. <laughs> you know, and nice. I will write songs for you guys, and I will write songs about you, you and your stories and the, the way that God has, like, freed people in jail. Um, and so uh, there, that, the, the story, with this is so crazy, I, I was just randomly given Rahab, Rahab's lullaby to sing on this album, um, I didn't write that song, but um, I was given it to sing, and it's just like the story of my girls, I feel like, you know, and just um, how God um, finds people who have been hurt over their lives, and early in their lives, and um, and brought to a place of oppression, and He's like, I will take you, <laughs> and I will use you, and I will make you powerful, and I will be there for you, and I will protect you, and um, so I really, I love Rahab.
2: I love that. That's a great story, Rachel. Uh, and, and along mm-hmm. with that, then, as people perhaps watch the event, do you have any, you know, all the work that went into it, even if it was organic and didn't feel forced, there's still obviously a lot yes. of commitment and time that goes into it. Um, yes. Do you have any particular, <laughs> yeah, like hopes? You know, we say this, now we're putting this baby out there for people to to see. Do you have any yeah. particular hopes um, that people who would watch the live stream event, you know, come away with?
4: Uh, you know, I would say that, that I would hope that people would feel connected to the women that we're talking about, the women in the Bible, which is because that's what kind of surprised me while I was doing it, because, you know, you read, it's, especially if you've grown up this way, you read things over and over, and you just kind of put it in a certain place in your heart or your head, yeah. and you're just like, yeah, that was back then, this is now. But it was the first time that I really drew these stories into my own life, Um, or I even, you know, saw myself in these stories and, um, and I just, it's just amazing how, like, how much honor and dignity God gave to women, especially in, you know, especially Jesus in the, in the Jesus times, (laughs) it was not, it was not popular at all. Um, it was actually sort of illegal at times to, to give women as much, um, power as he did. Um, and so, um... I would hope that, like, yeah, w- women and, and men would both see like how beautiful and and uh, and powerful um, God sees his his daughters, um, and that we would kind of feel like we are we're, we're we're part of that story.
2: Well, and Rachel, I think you just uh, intentional or not, you kind of just brought up the maybe a great point. This is not a women's event; like, only women can yeah. view it, right? <laughs> because it, right. it helps the guys to get a good perspective too.
4: Heck yes, <laughs> <laughs> definitely. I I know a lot of dudes that are gonna love this. <laughs> That's great. Yeah. Okay.
2: Yes. Rachel, it's great to talk to you again. I know you're talking a lot of different people uh, today, no and problem. hopefully we can catch again catch you again sometime. I know. Um, yeah. Among all the different things you've done, I believe you tour with Toby Mac too, who we're hoping to have on before he's in the area not too long from now. And your brother, oh, if not awesome. mistaken, produced a Toby Mac show. Uh, also another oh, yeah. touch point. Did he tour with Toby a little bit, or has he worked with Toby? Oh yeah.
4: Oh yeah, I've I've toured with Toby since I was young, uh, you know, since we we all kind of started. Uh, but my brother, Toby, basically stole my stole my brother from me. So um, <laughs> if you can give him some, you know, some beef about that, okay. that be great. Um,
2: <laughs> I'll do it. I'll do it. So yeah. Rachel wants to yeah. know. She's tapping her foot. Wants to know what's up.
4: <laughs> yeah. Well, I know yeah, it. my brother. Yeah, my brother is. Was his production manager for a very, very long time for about twenty years. So okay. wow, wow. Okay. Yeah. I, well, I know you yeah.
2: appreciate. You played ball in high school, and I know. Um, yes. The David Akers, who used to kick for the Eagles. When he left town, he actually uh-huh. paid for a farewell concert, and he brought Toby in, and that's where I met Ryan because Ryan was on that tour. Oh
4: yeah, Ryan's a celeb <laughs> around
2: here. So. <laughs> well, keep up that's the good awesome. work, Rachel. God bless you, and it's great to hear God your voice bless you. again.
4: Thanks so much. Have a great rest of your day. Bye-bye. All
2: right. Bye. All right. That's Rachel Lampa. And again, um, she has put out a number of albums over her lifetime. And the first one was in 2000 called Live For You. Her debut album had four number one songs on it. And we played one for you earlier. A beautiful song called Blessed. And then she's had albums. But every other year. And then since then, a lot of opportunities to minister. I know she's uh, pressed for time today, so we can get into it. But it's kind of fascinating because Rachel also has collaborated with a lot of different people. Her music is is uh, very diverse in many in many respects, and or just the songs that she happens to be a part of. And um, she was a backup singer, I think, for Jordan Sparks on the Jonas Brothers tour, and was out in Britney Spears tour. But as she talked about this, she took some time out just to you know make sure she's grounded and that she's fully focused on the Lord and all that stuff. It's important, uh, you know, especially as someone who started as young as Rachel at 15, you know, that's a, that's a lot to put on somebody and a lot to grow into. And uh, just because you're on stage or on an album doesn't mean you're, you know, we're all learning as, as far as we go, hopefully day by day. So uh, uh, over the years. So that's uh, anyway, a taste of Rachel. glad to have her on the program here for a few minutes. And again, she's part of that very special event coming up Saturday, May 1st, eight o'clock at night. It's uh, WFIL and our partner, Compassion Live, putting this on, a special live stream event called Faithful. You can get uh, info and tickets on that at WFIL.com. Quick break. We'll come back. Keep things rolling. It's the Tim DeMoss Show, AM 560, WFIL.com, and on the WFIL app.
1: Live and local, it's the Tim DeMoss Show, weekday afternoons 4 till 5 on AM 560, WFIL, and at WFIL.com. Our podcast continues. Help, in the room, the
4: help
0: is on the way.
2: Help is on the way. Round in the corner. Help is on the way. AM560, WFIL.com on the app. It's Toby Max. Latest help is on the way. We just had Rachel Lampa on the program, who was part of that special live stream event coming up Saturday, May 1st. Compassion Live is our partner for that. Details, info, tickets at WFIL.com. And at the back end of the conversation, I was asking her about uh, her brother, Ryan Lampa, who uh, has been uh, not, I'm not sure that he is currently, but for turns out 20 years, was actually Toby Max, uh, road manager, and did a lot of uh, production on the road. And I remember doing a concert with Toby at, I'm going to say it was 2005, six, somewhere around there, seven. Uh, might've been a little bit later when David Akers wrapped up his time in Philadelphia a longtime kicker, a great guy, godly man, who had a farewell concert going on, uh, at, to kind of mark and thank mark the end of his time in Philadelphia and to thank folks. And it was uh, over in Jersey, and I can't remember where it was, but it was it was a wonderful time, great show. And uh, anyhow, so I uh, mentioned that because our next guest, who we're going to have on the program, here also a great guy we've known for many many years. I'll bring him on in a second, but just a, a quick check: forecast down to fifty tonight. Cloudy, a little rain, especially late tonight and/or overnight, and then uh, 62 for the high tomorrow. Kind of cloudy, rain off and on. Maybe some sun at the back end of tomorrow. Phillies lost doubleheader to the Mets last night. They'll try and get back on track against the Mets tonight at 7:10. Flyers lost 6-1 to Washington. They're at Pittsburgh tomorrow night at 7. And the Sixers home this evening against Brooklyn at 7. Both those teams atop the Eastern Conference, tied at 37 and 17. So it's a big game to see you can get, uh, you know, jostle for that first seed position. There's still some season left, but not a lot. Uh, Dave Peterson is that great guy I'm referring to. Hello, sir. How's it going? Hey, my friend. How are you? <laughs> Good. Great to talk to you again. You too. Hey, I got to tell you something before you start. Okay. Those interviews, I
5: listened to, I didn't hear them all, but the interviews you did with the voice people oh, okay. were just phenomenal. I Great interviews. Great kids. I mean, holy mackerel. <laughs>
0: well, thank I you. I thought, anyhow. Yeah.
5: Thank you, but, but it was really—it was interesting listening. A lot of them were, were, um, came out of choirs and churches and were, uh, um, you know, leaders of the uh, the choir and all. It seemed like, right? I mean, did I? You're right. I think I got that.
2: Yeah, interesting, interesting. It's a surprise. That was a Monday. We had every segment. We had five yep. segments, and all of them. It was. <laughs> I had to go home and take a nap yeah, after it was, that. It was very tiring. But I <laughs> bet you did. I bet you did. But. It was very, to it. I'm so, glad that you found it, it to be the case. Thank you, sir. Yep. Well, yep. thanks for great making job. it possible. Folks just tuning in, Dave Peterson, uh, owner-operator, Bryner Chevrolet in Jenkintown, and the family family business for 90-plus years now, right? So Yeah,
5: it's right around 91, I guess, nowadays. I, I can't keep track.
2: <laughs> well, we won't make this a difficult so conversation. Know. You know, the
5: older you get, you know, it's, <laughs> it's just slipping away faster every month. That's what our pal John
2: Butterworth but, used to say. He says, the memory is the second yep. thing to
5: go. Well, I tell you what—he's a great guy. Butterworth is too. But <laughs> go
2: the ahead. Fir- well, then you go. What's the first? I can't remember. <laughs> Just to- a. <laughs> I don't know. He currently does traffic on our sister station, uh, Philadelphia's AM nine ninety. He the does. Answer, yeah. So yeah. does a great job there. Uh, but Dave Peterson uh, wanted to bring you on be- for a couple of reasons. Uh, first of all, a longtime uh, sponsor, advertiser, support the radio station and this show specifically. We do those gift cards all the time. Folks love them. Had a. A grandmother texted in the other day. She's like, I can't wait to take my kids out to read. This this will be so much fun. So <laughs> thank you for helping yeah, you're us welcome. do that. Um, great calls. We love yep. to do. In fact, while I'm talking, um, so I'll, I'll open the text line. Let's do it this way. Between now and 5 o'clock, if you text in your name and address with your zip, We'll mail you a Rita's gift card tomorrow. So as the weather gets warmer, you'll be able to take a, someone out for a little water ice. It's a, We do it on purpose, $5.60 increments, which is usually enough for a couple of water ices or a gelati and a small ice or something. The idea being take someone out and, and spend some time or take a child out or a friend. So anybody who texts between now and five, here's the, the number, 610-500-DOVE, 610 500, dove, 610 500 all we need is your name, address, and zip. So when we uh, mail them out tomorrow, you know, we have everything we need, and uh, we'll get you one of those gift cards to read it specifically. So um, I'll give the number one more time because that actually did the other day. A woman called the main number. She's like, I, I was listening, and then when you were given the text line, my GPS interrupted me, and I couldn't hear the number. So one more time in case your GPS is bothering you, uh, 610-500-DOVE. 610-500-3683, one per household, And he couldn't – don't have one in the past month. That's the only other stipulation. But um, as far as – one reason we love having you on, Dave, is not – we're grateful for your sponsorship and and support of the station, but also because you know what you're doing. And we hope this program helps people. So uh, just you've been doing this your whole life since you were a kid. Uh, As we enter the spring and summer, anything that you're just on the car front – that wisdom dictates what people tend to do in the spring. Uh, words of wisdom, whether it's a, a buying a car, a leasing a car, don't sell your car just yet, cause, or any of that sort of stuff you can think of.
5: Well, you know, cars are such an intricate part of people's lives. I mean, you, you almost have to have one. You don't have to, but you, you get out of the city where the you know the public transportation is, and you almost have to have one. Yeah. So, yes, it's been an interesting yeah. Oh, you two dropped Four years. There you go. Okay. Two, yeah, sure. Okay. You got it? Yeah, there you it's go. A, no, that was me. I was thinking. Oh. <laughs> it, it, it's been an interesting two years. We, first of all, had the General Motors. This just applies to General Motors, but I, I'm going to get in a second going to get into the whole industry. Okay. We had the General Motors strike that went on for like a month and a half, which just crippled car, General Motors car dealers. Then COVID hit. And, you know, I thank the Lord that we were deemed an a, um, industry, you know, that, that was allowed to stay open. So, yes. but then we had all of that, that whole, you know, that it kind of it got its tentacles into, into the half, half the year, last year. Finally, we came out of that now. And you saw, a lot of your listeners have probably read about this, but it, it, it doesn't just affect the automobile industry. It's affecting all facets of manufacturing. Although we have this, um, semiconductor problem. Now okay. there's a worldwide shortage of semiconductors. They're blaming it on, on COVID, the COVID shutdown of a lot of, you know, Intel and a lot of Chinese companies are in, into this, but it is just killing our supply of cars and trucks at the car dealers. If you would drive past Brian or Chevy today right now yeah. and look at the lot, you'd say, whoa, whoa, the, whoa, are they going out of business? Well, we're not. We just don't have enough car vehicles, which for your listeners, edification, which is driving the price of new cars, used cars, all up. if you if you need to buy, I'm not going to say if you want to. If you need a car right now, don't wait too long. Get a car. If, if you have to have, you have a total vehicle or something is just sitting in the driveway and it it needs too much to repair. Yeah. Get out now because the prices are used cars too. It's impacting everything now. Twelve months from now, as the, the, the semiconductor uh, supply comes comes, you know, back, we're hoping then the, the modules and the chips and everything in the cars and cars are totally run by computers with chips and semiconductors and all that. Yes. The um, the supply comes back and, and yet we'll have to supply cars again, but there's going to be a lot, kind of a, a, a real low in, in inventory. So, and semiconductors, if anybody knows, are, are electronics. They're, it's chips and diodes and, and stuff that every car has to have for modules for, you name it, you know, they run the engine. So yeah, that's, what's going on in the car industry right now. It's just bizarre. That's fascinating. The way it is. Yeah, we're getting through it, but it's, it's, it's just driving the, the, we're selling a lot of vehicles for full list uh, just because the supply. Sure. And used cars, it's driving the price of those up too, because people will get a late model used car rather than, than, uh, trying to not find the, the new car that they want or pay full list. But it's, our suppliers for used cars, which is General Motors Finance, and there's some other places we get cars. So besides our trade-ins, and we buy them at the curb too, but if people need to sell their car, but it's just they're charging more for these vehicles. So then that means you know the the transaction price retails has to go up if you want to stay in business. So, sure, sure. But just just been a crazy two years. Crazy two years in the in the business for us right now.
2: Folks tuning in, uh, Dave Peterson is our guest. Every now and again, we had the privilege of him dropping in. He uh, sponsors our program, Brianer Chevrolet, as you know. All the gift cards we give out, and uh, get to get some good knowledge. I love having people on who know a lot more than I do about whatever it is we're talking about. And what you just said makes total sense, and is a good word of the wise. Uh, even i have yep. been thinking we have a uh, we have a vehicle we bought from you, a Dodge Grand Caravan, a 2011. And mm-hmm. it's got a hundred and thirty something thousand on one hundred and forty, and it's going good, okay, still. But I, every day I think, mm. <laughs> so it might it might spur me to think. Well, either get through the next year. I mean, you think it'll be about a year, per- perhaps, give or take. It's hard to say with the semiconductor situation. I'm, I'm we everything I'm reading.
5: W- we won't be out of this for twelve months. It'll okay. slo- what they're doing. What General Motors and all the manufacturers are doing are slowly. Or no, randomly shutting down different assembly plants, so they they can have a supply to keep other plants going, like the Corvette plant. They shut down for two weeks, which is killing all these. This new Corvette that just came out and it's just killing the these people that have them on order. We have people that have Corvettes on order for for nine, ten months. But Mm. so they're randomly shutting plants down, so we have a short supply right now of Equinox, Corvettes, obviously, Silverados are in short supply. So. But they're they're telling us, uh, you know, probably not for twelve months. Okay. we'll be back to where we were. So,
2: so plan ahead. Word to the wise.
5: Yeah, laying ahead. There you, you
2: know, go. You know, another aspect. Obviously, loving having you on, uh, and folks should know too. Just I uh, think parenthetically, while you're dealing with the Chevy products, uh, you know, you do you have the ability to go find certain things depending on the situation, or take trade ins and all that. Uh, you can do some searching. I think I've talked to your son, Mike. Uh, and you know, he said, yep. give, "Give me a little time. Let me hunt around, and I can often make it work." So, folks have, can realize it that, that that the inventory theoretically can go kind of wherever it needs to go. If I'm not mistaken,
5: yeah, it, yeah we we dealer trade with um, all the other Chevy dealers in the area. So, okay, and we'll swap cars and swap a car and a check, It depending on what the price of each is, and all. And with used cars, you know, we we get go to General Motors Finance, you know, all all lease vehicles and all
2: that. So, okay, something else that people should know too. Um. That Brian is sponsoring the Kindness Challenge, and uh, that's something that's going on until the end of April. And in a nutshell, there's there's a couple things about this Kindness Challenge. We talk about it all the time. Um, one fun thing is whoever enters, theoretically, you could win a $12,000 towards a new vehicle or car payments for a year, and the same for a hometown hero. So that's exciting for each person who enters, that that's a possibility. You can actually enter every day through the end of April. But then there's these bonus entries people can earn by completing various acts of kindness, which really is a big reason we're doing this. Uh, if, if it was just winning stuff, we wouldn't call it the kindness challenge. And these things are simple. They're on our site. We had a new one each day. It could uh, literally, it's, it's the honor system. So you gr- you check the box when you've done it. Something as simple as be a great listener for somebody uh, or leave a generous tip for a server or or simply let somebody merge in front of you on the road. So, but these are things we're trying to promote. And I know that you're, one reason that you want to be sponsoring something like this is because of that's what we're promoting and that's that springs from your faith so uh, thank you yep. for doing that
5: um, you're welcome and who doesn't want to have something kind unto them you know i mean it just
2: it just fits in
5: with WFIL and who we are as christians and you know so it's a, and it's a fun thing
2: and it's a fruit of the spirit so, right love joy yep. peace patience yep. kindness so kindness yeah yeah. <laughs> well, people can jump on board <laughs> wfl dot com. You'll see the kindness challenge there. And uh, again, you can even if you feel like you oh I've heard about that and I'm too late. It's not true. You can you're allowed to catch up. You're allowed to do all of them in one day if you have to. But to um, so check that out at dot com. The other thing I thought that'd be a neat tie in. I don't know, um, Dave, if you've heard the song I played a little while ago that the Toby Mac song Help Is On The I've Way. I
5: the last probably ten seconds
2: of it. Okay. I play it on the show every now and again. It's fairly new. It's his newest song, uh, Help Us On The Way, Maybe Midnight. And it's birthed partly out of uh, the challenges of COVID. You know, he has a whole band he's responsible for in the touring shutdown. Yeah, yeah. So he carries the weight of that. And about a year and a half ago, he also lost his son um, at age, well, I think he's 18 or 19. And, and
5: there was a complication of COVID?
2: Uh, no, no, his situation was something else. No, okay. So, okay. Um, yeah. And his son was um, kind of his rebel, and uh, one of those tough situations <laughs> where your kids growing up be like, are you, "Are you? You're walking with the Lord, my boy, right?" Or, you know, and working through some of the struggles that you know, sometimes our kids have. So, yeah. Um, but the video for the song, I've said this every time I play the song, like you got to watch the video for it because it's a song that, despite all the struggle and um, and heartache, really, it's a song of triumph. Like when you watch it. It's like a worship song. It, it's like the song is just vibrant with hope. Without You could tell he's like a grizzled man. He has been through it all, and he his heart remains steadfast. I want to trust God. He, he kind of pumps his fist in the sky in part of the video in faith that help is on the yep. way. And part of the lyric actually says maybe midnight, maybe day, uh, maybe early, maybe late, but God's always on time. And then adds, some people have tears for an overnight or a week, or a lifetime. Mm-hmm. And sometimes mm-hmm. the heartache is lasts for different reasons. Could be a wayward child, could be a wayward spouse, could be something that you can't, a sickness you can't shake, whatever it is. I say all that because, A, if you haven't seen it, I encourage you to watch it I, I, every time I it's watch it. on YouTube? It, yeah, it is. Yeah. It's yeah, just okay. called yep. Help is on the Way, and um, you'll see why when you, when you watch the different dynamics. Yeah. Yeah. The video makes the whole song to me. Um, But also because you – I say that to you just as a friend because I know you have been through a lot in your lifetime, and um, and yet God has helped you through, you know, day by day. So
5: Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. You bet. Yeah, I lost a son, my oldest, in a car accident. Then we lost a little baby about uh, probably, I don't know, five years later Hmm. at birth. I mean, it was – she only lived an hour, but – yeah, and you know what? The things that comfort me or I know, I saw my old, my oldest son was raised in the church, in the Baptist church, and all the, with all the youth programs, and all I watched him get baptized, I watched him give his confession of faith. And in the, in the scriptures, and in, um, Psalms, uh, you know, King David says about infants, you know, go to heaven, so, uh, you know, it, it, it's a piece that you just, you just can't get from the regular world. It's, it's a, have, being, being, you know, a Christian and, and and that faith and trust in Jesus is just what it's all about. And I don't know how people function without it, but it, especially in this day and age. But it's just – it's a tough thing. But, you know, you get through it. Look at Job in the Bible, you know. That's <laughs> true. Tough, tough, right? I mean, whoa.
2: It's really so, true.
5: Yeah, it's, it, it's a great thing. It, it really is. It's a great thing.
2: Well, we want folks to. I wanted to just bring that up, also, to folks understanding why we're grateful to have you on board. Not just helping with the fun side of things, yep. but the substance side of things and the information too uh, about the vehicles too. So it's a, it's a win win. We're blessed to have you on board, uh, Dave. Thank you for taking time out of your day today to chat with us and and uh,
5: you too, Bud. We will look forward Anytime. to talking
2: to you again. You bet. Thanks. All right. Bye for now. That's Steve Peterson, right, owner-operator, Briner Chevrolet in Jenkintown. Sponsors our program. More info on the, uh, the dealership, simply Chevy.com. B-R-Y-N-E-R, Chevy.com. Quick break. Wrap up the Tim DeMoss Show in just a moment. WFIL. Have a guest
1: you'd like to hear on the Tim DeMoss Show on AM560 WFIL? Email D at WFIL.com.
2: It's 4.56 on the Tim DeMoss show coming down the home stretch of our broadcast. Had an opportunity uh, earlier to play a clip for you. I want to play again just for fun. Uh, Anthony Tolliver, new sixer, joined the team. He's been on 10 or 11 teams in his 11 or 12 year career. He just jumps around a lot and uh, made me think you know, he must have an amazing wife to help him all these transitions he's doing, especially with four kids. And so I asked him on a Zoom call earlier today about uh, his wife, to brag on her. My
3: man, thank you for allowing me to uh, talk about my wife a little bit. Um, Hope she sees it. Uh, No, I mean, she's a a saint, honestly. Um, This is one of those things that uh, there's no way I could have been as successful as I have been in in the NBA without her support and everything else. I mean, she was, you know, when this opportunity came about, you know, and I was like, you know, this could happen pretty quickly. She was like, hey, how can I help you pack? How can I, you know, like it wasn't a, oh man, you know, this is going to be tough with four kids at home by myself. It was just all about, you know, the great opportunity and, you know, the great fit and everything else. So, um, yeah, she's been, she's been a blessing, a huge blessing in my life to be able to, you know, really continue to pursue my dreams and, uh, you know, hopefully pursue the dream of winning a championship. You know, and, and that's something that, you uh, you know i haven't been in a position to do yet in my career so you know just being able to be on the on team and in a situation where that's even a possibility um it was too much to, to pass up
2: that's new sixer anthony tolliver on a zoom call with media earlier today sixers play brooklyn tonight big game at seven don't forget lots of contests on our website including the mother's day Dough deal you can win a thousand dollars for mom and Dance of Mother's Day, May 9th. That's coming up soon. Thanks for listening. Look forward to doing our program again tomorrow. Have a great evening.
1: Thanks for listening to the Tim DeMoss Show podcast. Feel free to tune in to the full show each weekday afternoon from 4 till 5 on AM 560 WFIL and at
0: WFIL.com